What up, everybody out there in the interwebs? Coach Rob here, and it's time for another video update. Well, based on my last video and some recent interviews that I've just had, um, the cat's kind of out of the bag of where, uh, what direction that I'm going since retiring from competitive bodybuilding. So, um, and that is uh, a hyper carnivore diet. And uh, this is nothing unusual because I have been, for lack of a better term, carnivore-ish now for many years. Even while I was competing, um, it's no secret also that, you know, I sort of uh, arrived on the landscape and the whole ancestral health ketogenic world uh, because of my combining a ketogenic diet or or aspects of a ketogenic, ketogenic diet with very high intensity training, which also extended into the competitive bodybuilding world. And um, it's just been awesome. And even when I was doing my hybrid ketogenic bodybuilding nutrition approach, uh, the last couple of years of which really were very, very hyper carnivore which hypercarnivore just simply means that a minimum of your caloric intake, 70% or more, is coming from animal-based sources. And that's definitely the case even in uh, throughout my entire contest prep uh, from 2021, where I was fortunate enough to have multiple class wins in the NPC and uh, actually earn a spot to compete at the national level. And uh, all that means is, is when I was consuming normal meals throughout the day on con competition prep, it was primarily animal-based. It was, you know, steak, chicken, poultry, fish, shellfish, eggs, egg whites, what have you. And then I would do a strategic amount of carbohydrates around my training um, for not only a slight performance advantage, but really even more for an aesthetic advantage based on what I was doing in the competition world. Now that I have retired from competitive bodybuilding, in the back of my mind, I always knew that I would gravitate towards some version of a carnivore diet because it just worked so well for me. It was so simple and it's very, very intuitive. But I thought what I would do when I retired, and this was several months ago, I just sort of let my intuition take its course. I, I just let it develop on its own. So knowing that my goal, <clears throat> excuse me, now is to be the best genetic version of myself that I can be every day, every month, year round. And what that means is, is my goal is to be uh, roughly 10% body fat year round. So there's no more big gain phases and bulk phases followed by a you know a very difficult brutal extreme cut to get down to 4% body fat and look a particular way and achieve a certain aesthetic to compete on a competition stage now it's you know every day i wake up with a singular goal in mind and that's to push the envelope of my genetic potential and be a lean healthy fit best version of me that I can possibly be. And the cool thing about this is, is doing that and being so immersed in that, I can help others down the same path. 
So when I started doing this, I just decided that I'm going to eat in a manner with which I crave, which just seems to make the most intuitive sense to me. It just, I, I let nature take its course, which I think that's kind of an important statement to make because I think it's within our nature. It's set in our D, uh, DNA to eat in this manner. I believe that a hyper carnivore diet is a species appropriate diet for human beings and species appropriate meaning we get the bulk of our nutrition through large ruminant animals like cows. Um, so that's the path that I took. I also in my experiment wanted to see if I could become even leaner than I was post competition. Post competition, I went back to eating uh, a little bit more hypercaloric, a little bit of in what I thought was slightly above my maintenance, but you know what, who really hell knows what maintenance is anymore, who really knows what surplus is and who really knows what deficit is without serious trial and error, because you really can't do adequate numbers. You can get close and you can use them as sort of a gauge, but, uh, to get true numbers that there really isn't a way to do that super accurately. So I, I really wanted to kind of eat intuitively and think about more of a hunter gatherer lifestyle and see where that took me upon reviewing the foods that I was eating it. You know, it just, I naturally gravitated towards a hyper carnivore diet. The overwhelming amount of my food has been animal-based, and I would say that was in the 90-plus percentile over the last few months. Some days, my carbohydrate intake was averaging around 2% or less of my daily caloric intake, and I feel amazing. I've never said that you need carbohydrates. I just said in the realm of physique competition, bodybuilding, or anything that you're doing where achieving a certain aesthetic is of utmost paramount importance, then some carbohydrate matter may or can be used to help achieve that aesthetic. The thing of it is, is that carbohydrate is 100% not required in the human body. You can live the rest of your life never consuming another damn gram of carbohydrate and live a very, very productive life. So if we go back to where our ancestral health paths thrived, past thrived, can't even talk today, uh, we can sort of go back in time now because of some technological advances and kind of uh, differentiate what our ancestors ate, depending on the geographical region. And it gave us a little bit of insight. There's something called a nitrogen 15 iso isotope testing. And it's something you're not going to hear about uh, too often in the scientific literature because it doesn't really support the narrative of what major corporations, the government, you know, big pharma is trying to push. They're, you know, obviously trying to push this ridiculous vegan agenda. And um, a carnivore diet is the complete antithesis of this. And quite frankly, just builds stronger human beings. And that's not what the powers that be want. They want a subservient to their bullshit food lifestyle that's going to do nothing but weaken us and make us more uh, subservient to the, their way of eating because it's going to pad their wallets and uh, boost their you know profit margins and raise their stock prices. So, but if we do look back at the nitrogen 15 isotope testing, we can see that throughout the generations, throughout for over 350,000 years, the human species 
predominantly thrived on a animal-based diet where meat from ruminant animals was the predominant food stuff of choice, whether it be what we hunted or scavenged. And this is showing up in the literature. And then through carbon isotope testing, um, we've learned, we can even learn what types of protein were consumed uh, in that percentile. And it's overwhelmingly protein animal based. So it's just very, very interesting to find this out. And this is, I'm not a scientist, uh, but there's some great resources out there that is sort of letting this cat out of the bag and uh, some some brilliant people out there that I have the you know honor and privilege of sort of uh, regurgitating uh, their information, which is something that I've always done. I've sort of been the boots on the ground to help guide normal people through this landscape based on my experience, my trial and error, and the work that I've done with thousands of clients over 30 years. And since 2004, really, you could say that I've been steeped deep into the ancestral health way of eating to some degree, and then, you know, wound up on the keto landscape uh, since 2015, when I started intimately coaching people on a ketogenic diet. And then that sort of evolved into a hybrid ketogenic bodybuilding protocol. And now I'm taking it to what I believe is the apex the pinnacle of ancestral health, and that is a hypercarnivore diet where you consume a minimum of 70% of your nutrition through animal-based nutrition. Most people come into a carnivore diet, I've found, and I don't think this is a stretch to say this, because they're trying to alleviate some sort of a metabolic uh, issue, some sort of metabolic dysfunction whether it be the reversal of type 2 diabetes or to reverse a pre-diabetes diagnosis, uh, autoimmune dysfunction, inflammatory distress, skin problems, the list goes on and on and on. There is no disputing that a carnivore diet isn't the ultimate elimination diet where you can take so many inflammatory foods out of the equation, sort of diagnose on your own through that trial and error that, uh, you know, uh, what has may be causing the problem because we see over and over again and scores and scores of people, including myself, that we, when we eliminate some of these inflammatory foods and some of that is even vegetable matter, that many of these concerns disappear. And I found that to be the case as well. And, you know, there, if you just a, a shallow dive on YouTube or out on the interwebs, um, is going to point to people making massive changes and altering their health outcomes by way of a hyper carnivore diet protocol. So uh, also looking back at some of this nitrogen 15 isotope testing, we see that a lot of plant-based material was taken in mainly for medicinal purposes, which would make sense. People using certain herbs as a medicinal thing to alleviate certain things and fruits, um, in their rare reef, brief ripened season, which could in some geographical reasons were only a couple of weeks at the time, were definitely a food of choice because these are foods that were ripe and attractive and pretty and colorful and uh, were sweet and you know helped our ancestors literally put on a small layer of body fat uh, in the summer months during the ripened season, which carried us through the winter times having a little bit extra to use uh, for survival and for fuel. 
Um, the great thing so far that I've discovered or rediscovered, I already knew this because I've been down this road so many times, is that there isn't a ton of uh, necessity for tracking. I'm currently, I, I have currently just lost, just launched, not my day, just launched a new um, ketogenic carnivore coaching subscription service where I am literally coaching you through adaptation and thriving on a keto, uh, keto carnivore style diet or a hyper carnivore diet. So if that's something that you've been interested in, something you've been sort of uh, poking at a little bit and had uh, and is curious about wanting to travel down, then I now offer that program and it's only 29 bucks a month. You may cancel it at any time. It may be something that you, maybe you want to do for a couple of months just to get your feet wet in the program and sort of catch a groove. Or some may find that, you know, continuing that for months on end or even years on end to have that constant accountability and being there with me evolving through the program as we go, some may find extreme value in that. So check that out. That's at robgoodwin.com. Links are obviously below in what format you're watching this. So. I have uh, found great overwhelming success by returning to a full and complete hyper carnivore program. I've done challenges over the years uh, where I would take clients and others through a 30 day carnivore challenge. And it was never difficult because that's the way of eating that I've always sort of gravitated toward anyway. So now it's really cool that I've landed on this way of eating and uh, in my heart of hearts, know that this is something I'm going to be continuing to do on through my late 50s, 60s, 70s until I'm no longer breathing oxygen. So, and I'm really excited about that because I think my future looks bright utilizing a hyper carnivore diet methodology and approach combined with my high intensity training and my severe, firm, daily emphasis on other X factors uh, like sunlight exposure, you know, certain supplementation protocols and things of that nature, sleep and recovery protocols that I think synergistically work so well with a carnivore diet and my style of training and the way I do my cardiovascular exercise. So um, a carnivore diet has been... I believe is the apex throughout this evolution of ancestral health nutrition protocols that started with me being very strict paleo back in the early 2000s that evolved into a ketogenic diet, which I did for many, many years, which evolved through my competition years as a hybrid. And then has now sort of reached its apex with a strict hyper carnivore approach. And uh, I think the future looks extremely bright. So I'm going to be traveling down this road and I hope you'll follow along with me. I've just released a blog. Yeah, you remember those old school blogs? Remember before Instagram and Twitter that people used to have blog websites where they would chronicle the things that they do and allow you to go in and read those things and sort of join along with what they're doing. And it wasn't just 140 characters or a 30 second video. Well, I'm doing that now. And uh, the name of my blog is called Hyper Primal. It is at hyperprimal.com. And uh, I'm going to start really putting a lot of information in that blog for you to 
check out and follow along with my journey of nutrition, of training, of recovery, and all the X factors that are involved with what I'm doing to be the best possible version of myself at 54 and 60 and along the way throughout my journey to my twilight years, God willing. So I hope you'll join me on that. So um, I just wanted to give you an update of what the hell's going on in my journey. And uh, since I sort of let the cat out of the bag recently with uh, the fact that I'm doing very, very strict uh, animal-based hypercarnivore nutrition, um, I wanted to take that a step further and bring you guys along and let you know that there's going to be a lot of emphasis on this in the coming months and years. And uh, I'm sure that it's going to evolve as well as uh, new information comes to light and I discover things taking my usual deep dives into all of this stuff like I normally do. So um, anyway, I've got a bunch of people already subscribed to the tier one nutrition carnivore coaching subscription. Once again, it's 29 bucks a month. I'd originally released it at 49 bucks like my other tier one training programs. But then something inside me said, listen, this information, especially with this nutrition is important. It's super important. It's important because there are so many suffering out there. There's never been a time in our human existence when we've been weaker and fatter and more metabolically deranged than we are now at this point in time in 2022. So it's never been more important for people out there in this ancestral health nutrition realm to get this information out to people, walk them through it in a way that makes sense, that's understandable. Also in a way that is, uh, you know, th there's no um, zealotry involved. There's no dogma. There's no finger wag wagging. Nobody, you know, I'm not going to tell you that you're a loser and you failed because you had a moment of weakness and had a few dietary transgressions. You know, this is the path that we all travel and these things are always going to happen. I'm not going to be one of these carnivore zealots that says you can never eat another vegetable the rest of your life. I'm not going to be one of these carnivore zealots that tells you you can never have another gram of carbohydrate in your life. It might be optimal not to. It might be optimal to have some. It might be optimal to have a little even more than some. I know it's become very popular in the carnivore landscape to some to bring in a, a big whack of fruit along with their animal-based eating. You see people like Paul Saladino out there now taking in two, three, four, even 500 grams of fruit throughout his day, fruit and honey. Is this a bad thing? Well, maybe not for Paul, but what bothers me a little bit about this is, as I said earlier in this video, so many come to a carnivore lifestyle because they're trying to alleviate some kind of metabolic dysfunction because of the foods that we're inundated with in the standard American diet. And even in some of these named diets that have foods involved in them that people just cannot tolerate. So a carnivore diet seems to alleviate that for just about everybody. And it, at the very minimum, it's a great way to discover what might be harming you so you know what to truly you know get rid of and not reintroduce back into your diet and i think it's can be a little bit misleading and a little bit irresponsible to say that everyone out there can take in 2 3 400 grams of you know fruit a day along with a bunch of fatty meat um i personally think that a little bit of low sugar fruit is okay and that works fine for me and for me, that may look like a handful of blueberries and raspberries mixed in with some 
full fat, plain Greek yogurt one time a day, maybe after a hard ruck or a hard workout. I'm not pounding bananas and papayas and, and, and melon uh, from dawn until dusk every day. I think that could be dangerous for a lot of people. There are people out there that can't tolerate that much sugar and carbohydrate. And that's the whole reason they came into the carnivore world to begin with. And now all of a sudden you got people out there with an MD next to their name telling you to eat fruit with reckless abandon without worrying about it because it's part of a carnivore diet where, you know, I've seen people take that advice and it completely wrecked them. So part of my coaching plan right now is when I work with people is to bring in maybe a small amount of ripe in-season organic fruit along with their hypercarnivore approach and assess how they feel, how they perform, how they react to that, because some just cannot tolerate it. And some will do okay on a little, some will do on a moderate amount. And there are some outliers out there that can just pound fucking fruit all day and do just fine with it. I'm not that guy, and I know that there's people that I work with that are not those people. So it's great if it works for Dr. Saladino, but it may not work for everyone else in the carnivore landscape. And let's not forget, let, let's back this up to the absolute 100% medical physiological fact that you do not require one damn gram of carbohydrate to perform as a functioning human. Your body will make just the precise amount that your body needs to run its brain processes and certain other processes in the body. Guys, your testicles and certain other uh, functions of certain organs, but it's not very much whatsoever. And you do not need a lot for these processes to take place. And you can consume not one gram of exogenous carbohydrate and your body is so intelligent, it will produce just the right amount it needs to handle these functions. You can go on with your life just consuming protein and fat. I choose to take in some carbohydrate at some times in the right circumstance at the right amount for what I'm doing for performance as an athlete and for certain aspects of hormonal health, but it's not very much at all. Even the days that I'm, where I'm a little bit more liberal, let's say with maybe some fruit or a very, very small amount of cream of rice or rice, it is in very, very tiny amounts and it's never every single day. For instance, in the past three months, I've had two servings of cream of rice, and it's only been one eighth of a cup, not even the recommended serving size, a, a tiny amount. I've had maybe two or three servings of raw honey as a pre-workout, and I've probably had four or five very small servings of low sugar berries like raspberries, blueberries, and blackberries, literally the amount that would fit easily within the palm of my hand dumped into some organic, full fat, plain Greek yogurt, which is animal-based. Uh, raw dairy is a phenomenal choice as well, and anything in those realms. Uh, if you go to my Hyper Primal blog, there's also a food list on there that's also like an infographic that you can download for free, and it's going to show you exactly what Coach Rob is eating every single day. And uh, you can check that out for free, maybe give me some feedback and let, let me know what you think. If you need help on your journey, the carnivore coaching program is live at robgoodwin.com. Go to the front page, click the big red button, go to the tier one coaching plan, scroll down, you'll see it, click enter enroll. And I look forward to seeing you in there and we will walk this road together. So until the next video, until the next podcast, keep training hard, keep dieting hard, but above all, have a great day. See you guys.